I fit in my Hyundai Santa Fe. I'm good with that. And now, from the Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, it's the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Here's your master of ceremonies, Wazowski. Hello, humans! Hello, humans, and welcome to another episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Koch. My co-worker and co-host at that point, uh, Pat Gennetti, can't be with us tonight. So we have some of our amazing Mickey Dude rotating commentators with us in this place. We first have our producer extraordinaire, Mr. Jeff Williams. Flash photography, I wouldn't. That alters the homing signal, and that's not good. And hailing from the Buffalo area, we have Chuck Fitzgerald. Besides, they're tourists. What do they know? And also, Pat is your co-life partner, I think is another word that you can use. (laughs) Interesting. I think maybe Nicole would disagree with that, but in this day and age, you know, I've stopped keeping i've stopped keeping tabs on politically correct terms of what things are nowadays so i'm gonna offend somebody at one point so i stopped really caring and finally when talking about offensive we have someone who's not offensive he's our lovely our not lovely our uh loving teddy bear in that way we have from the chicago area Mr. Tim Schweska. Dave's hosting, so the union sent me. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay, gentlemen, and before we get into our topic, let's have a word for our sponsors because Pat needs to be a part of every show. Whether it's the first sip of French roast at your Disney resort or the grand finale of a signature dining experience at a restaurant like Le Cellier, Gico, or the California Grill, Joffrey's coffees make Disney memories more magical. Why not savor that Disney vacation just a little bit longer while enjoying a cup of Joffrey's in the comfort of your own home? Visit Joffrey's, the official coffee and tea company of Disney, online today at joffreys.com. Joffrey's coffee and tea, a flavor for every Disney memory. Who has the largest selections of DVC resale listings and is the number one DVC reseller in the world? Who has 90% of their listings sell within 30 days with no upfront fees? Who has 95 years of combined Disney Vacation Club experience and has been selling DVC since 1993? Who has over $360 million in sales of DVC? The answer, my friends, is the same for every single question. It's DVC resale market. If you're in the market for buying Disney Vacation Club or have any questions about DVC, then look no further than DVC Resale Market. Nick, Kevin, and the whole team will do their very best to get you exactly what you need and answer any questions that you might have. Take a look at their website for some great information, their latest listings, or just some FAQs. We would like to thank DVC Resale Market for being part of our team, and now it's your turn. Let them be part of your team when buying DVC. Check them out at DVC Resale Market. Dot com. Definitely your co-life partner, cohabitant. Oh God! Yeah, well, Pat talking about Joffrey's. Oh, 
It's like my own Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> <clears throat> and with that, gentlemen, today our topic of discussion is being solo in Walt Disney World. Or, for that matter, any other Disney park. Uh, for many people, they won't do solo trips. They kind of feel that they would be out of place. I remember reading... Uh, a um, website on BuzzFeed and it said sad sights in this world and it said a guy at Disney World alone just either eating a Chiro just being there just somebody just being there alone it's just a sad creepy sight and I remember taking great offense to this because honestly we all love the parks and uh, the parks are basically my zen and I love being in there with people but there are times where i like my own little self-reflection time and i really do enjoy solo park time a lot of my cast member friends also look forward to their time alone in the parks it is something that uh, believe it or not for me when i go on a solo trip it's more of a social thing because i end up meeting so many people that i know down there that solo time never turns into being completely alone. Now, if you are not part of the Disney community and you're just taking a trip, that might be the case, but sometimes that's not necessarily a bad thing. Kind of can be on your own at different times when you just want to not have to worry about somebody else's schedule. You can do what you want, get up when you want, go when you want, leave when you want, and basically the only person you have to answer to is yourself. With that in mind, it still might be something that might be hard for many of our listeners to do, be it if they have family obligations, obviously, when you're going down there, you're going down there with a family, or if you do just kind of want to take a uh, solo trip, you know, it might be just a kind of uh, awkward feeling. So hopefully with these conversations today, we'll help you get over that if you do end up taking a solo trip one day. And if you do have family obligations, if you have um, any time where it does afford you to kind of just sit back and stop and smell the roses for a bit, hopefully that can help you too in this way while being in the midst of your family and making memories that way. So gentlemen, we'll talk about the whole resort on a whole. We, we don't need to do this park by park. If you want to basically talk about each park, it's up to you how you go about it. Uh, sky's the limit on here. How you want to approach this uh, for each of you is different. Uh, Jeff, would you start us off? Sure. So I've been uh, on a couple of occasions, been solo uh, in the theme parks. Um, and if not a whole entire trip, like a business type trip, it's maybe we've split up and went to separate our separate ways. Um, first and foremost, I would say I'm... I'm a. I love to do photography, <clears throat> and going solo is like the absolute best way for me to to really uh, do a lot more. Um, I tend to kind of bore people uh, waiting as I'm getting that perfect shot of that that whatever. <laughs> Usually, it's Animal Kingdom with uh, the animals, or uh, just trying to catch them at the right light or the right uh, formation or sh whatever. Um, so photography is a main focal of, of mine. Um, so that's, that's kind of what I like to, to head. Okay. Chuck, what about you? Um, kind of like 
Jeff said, it's it's not really the photography aspect for me. It's just the slowing down and people watching it and absorbing what's going on around me. I mean, I'm not running from attraction to attraction. Though I did do that uh, in September. I finished the entire Hollywood Studios Park within, you know, three hours. And that included lunch. But uh, it's the ability to slow down and really take in what's going around. And no one can judge you for eating two Pepper Jack pretzels back to back. Booyah. Yes, that is important. But, wait, hang on, I wasn't done. You will be judged for eating a citrus swirl. (laughs) Go on. (laughs) All right, well... One of the big things, honestly, for me is so much, especially all of you can understand this, I know, so much of our lives are scheduled. We we have to be here for work, we have to be here for a meeting, we have to be here for, you know, a dinner, you know, a conference, whatever. This is, when you fly solo at Disney, this is the chance to, you get to, you know, you get to take your own schedule in your own hands. You get to... Just fly by the seat of your pants. If you want to just go stare at the monkeys, you can go stare at the monkeys. If you want to go, you know, go hang out uh, with, you know, just go hang out at Epcot, grab a drink and just people watch, you can do that. You know, if you want to go grab a citrus swirl and watch Chuck throw a fit, you can do that too. You know. Well, I'd like to backtrack a little bit. What what monkeys are you staring at, Tim? Apes. There. You happy? Apes. They let you out of the cage? Look, every once in a while, it's nice just to go back and have a little family reunion. Yes, I do have family in South, uh, in Central Florida. Uh, you know, you just go remind them that there is a way out and good behavior. There is time off. Uh, <laughs> time served. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so uh, it just. So my question is this: Do you actually have to use a ticket, or do you get to, do you get to a main gate? Family in? discount. As a cast. Family discount. <laughs> but only to the animal okay. kingdom, right? Uh, the uh, and you know, and also another well, thing is, as, as far as, as a resident, <laughs> are you cons- as a resident of uh, Disney's Animal Kingdom? Are you considered a cast member? Uh, no, you're actually uh, you're actually considered entertainment. So I get to use a separate gate than you. You see, according to us, oh. you're not even really people. So you know, we actually <laughs> use a separate gate. Uh, do you get to use that? Do you get to use that one backstage? That that magic mouse hole that uh, Mickey Mouse uses all the time, so he can jump. He'll do a parade in Florida, then he'll jump into the mouse hole and come out on the other end in uh, California for a meet and greet, and then jump in it again and do a show on the cruise ship, and then it's off to uh, Shanghai. No, uh, and all those are lies. Uh, yeah, I am. I am that guy. I will spoil everything for you. Uh, yes. No, that's not that's not true. Mickey Mouse is the hardest working mouse in showbiz. He never stops. Can we talk about that how you called hole? it a magic mouse hole? <laughs> let's let's no. Yeah, it's let's, a magic let's, mouse let's hole. Let's go. Let's go ahead he and goes skip from, that he part. He goes from one. So I says to Mabel, I says uh, <laughs> he goes from one park to the other, and he's even he's even used that Disney magic so that princesses can use the mouse hole all other characters oh can use that mouse hole okay we should probably move on yeah yeah it's only one bell so she needs to be getting around she needs to get around somewhere all backstage you have all those mouse holes and also all right so tim thing, what else do you enjoy doing when you're by yourself but just also one thing i want to add when you said something about buzzfeed's uh dave remember buzzfeed is like hanging out with the guy in college who likes to drink a beer then slam it on his head and yell yeah He's fun for about 30 seconds. 
So BuzzFeed, <laughs> take it for what it is, okay? So, you know. But no, it's it's just it's very nice to just again explore the parks, you know, be able to go on your own clock. Maybe you're with people who you know don't like uh you know don't like going to the beer garden. Eh, walk in there and have lunch. If you're you know with I mean also I mean with that being you should hang out with better people if they don't like the beer garden. Uh, yeah. But you know if you want to go explore Disney Springs, explore Disney Springs. Go grab yourself a Joffrey's and go hit up Marketplace Co-op. You can. I mean, it's just the the possibilities for me are endless. I love being able to wake up and just you can go anywhere. And I mean, even okay. like Dave, watch a cast member wash a rock. He did that with people around. Exactly. Oh wait, I'm sorry. That's right. That's a family activity. <laughs> yes, this is true. But you do bring up a good uh, point of uh, transition, and that is wake up. So. My question to you, gentlemen, is how do you actually go around in terms of park touring? Do you rope drop when you're on a solo trip and come back later and maybe take a nap? Or do you sleep in and go to the parks later? What, what is your general strategy if you, would be, if you had a, tr- a solo trip coming in, um, in the near future? How would you approach your day let's say at magic kingdom in, in terms of when you get up from when you get up to go to the parks oh that that's an interesting point because so let's say i i do have a, an a, opportunity to do a solo trip so that's going to be a super rare uh event um in that case i would probably want to get up as early as possible and get squeeze as much as i can that one day just to see what I can do. For instance, I did the twenty-four one of the twenty-four hour days. That was I did that solo. Um, so we were there at I was there at five thirty a.m. and and then was left the next day at six thirty a.m. when they were escorting us out. And I was with the of all people the the Brickers, Tom Bricker. Um, what, big surprise, he's leaving the park last. Um, so anyway, that I'd probably squeeze as much fun as I can out of the, the ordeal. Um, sleeping ends uh, for weekends at home. Okay. Chuck, what about you? So, when I did it, I actually... I slept in a little bit, but I was still able to rope drop the parks. And now that I think of it, I don't know that I really went back to the hotel before the park that I was in for that day closed at all. So, you know, obviously Epcot closes at nine or or whatever time it is it's not open magic kingdom late but i would generally spend a day in a park or i'd park hop but i would not make it back to the hotel um the last day of my last solo trip i actually closed down magic kingdom the night before and then rope dropped it the next morning just to squeeze out that little bit of extra time well time is money i can see that I also kind of wanted to get out of the hotel before that hurricane hit, you know. <laughs> yeah, that would be a good thing also. And Tim, what about you? Because my wife likes to sleep in late, uh, I'm always an early riser. I'm always waking up early in the morning so I can get in uh, get in my training because usually I have to go off property to find a place to train. Uh, so I'm up early anyway. 
So it's nice to just be able to wake up with uh, that Florida morning, you know, get your training in, come back, grab a, you know, get your resort mug filled, you know, hop on a bus, and yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm always usually up for rope dropping. Okay. Excellent. I can go either way on this one. I've had times where I have rope dropped and um, not necessarily stayed the whole day. I might have just uh, stayed to about 12. Went back and dozed off for a little while and then came back later on to the parks. Um, I've also had days where I've uh, waited till later on in the day and I just needed that time to sleep in. I find though that I, I go often and I have an annual pass so I kind of just feel like it's not going anywhere at that point. I think if I had less time though, I think I would really embrace the idea of a solo day, just a day for myself, mm-hmm. and I would try to make it I would try to make it the most that I could do and basically try to squeeze as much as I can in just to kind of just be able to enjoy the solitude and just kind of just recharge in that way mentally. Yeah, now the one thing I completely agree, sometimes you do need that recharge. I do not one thing I'll say, I do not rope drop when I've already closed down Jock Lindsay's and I'm trying to leave the park. I am genuinely trying to leave. I mean, genuinely trying to leave uh, Disney Springs. And then you walk by Raglan Road and you... No, you were right the first time in the park. It's not a park. When you when you hear... <laughs> when you're trying to walk by and you hear, coming out of Raglan Road, a, an Irish bluegrass version of the Jackson 5's ABC, you kind of have to walk in and find out what's going on. So, yeah. Um, when that That's happens, not something you hear every day. no, it is not, which is exactly why may... I followed the noise. Yeah, I'm usually I'll 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 be like, all right, I'm gonna go in, just have a shot at Raglan Road, and uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go uh, hang out anymore unless um, if the band plays Tommy K or something like that. You know what? I'll stay and I'll stay for a couple of hours, and of course I'm taking my shot. And next thing you know, they're doing Tommy K. So wait, wait, shot. And then one shot turns to seven. Whoa, 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 whoa. What, what do you mean shot? They have amazing, great single malt and pot still whiskeys in there. What are you doing shooting it? <sighs> <God. laughs> uh oh, flipping. Dave committed a social faux pas. Damn plebs. I'm usually just going. I'm usually just going in for an Irish car bomb. Oh, for the love of God! Oh, God. So you are <laughs> the guy who smashes the beer on his head and yells "Woo!" <laughs> I don't like your articles at BuzzFeed. <laughs> you know what it is? <laughs> all in, all in good I'm fun. Learning all the gra- in good fun. I, I, I'm learning the grape. I have a very uh, sophisticated uh, craft beer selection palette, whatever you oh, want to call boy. it. I don't yet know much about scotches or whiskeys. I, it's something that I'm willing to learn. I just don't know about them. All in good fun. So, all in good fun. I know, but it, it, it's true. It's it's actually something I want to learn more about. I really don't know much about them. So if I'm with somebody that's uh, that really knows how to really enjoy them, I'll let them order for me and I'll uh, take their word on it. But I just really don't know what's what's considered quality what i just i don't know enough about spirits to kind of just really dabble in that yet oh uh, it's it's a it's 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 a deep hole so i understand that it's it's a very very deep hole mm-hmm. you that tim they want you to take him to raglan road and teach him about scotch 
Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll, uh, great. I'll be happy to uh, take those Gee, lessons. twist my arm. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. That was really a... The last time someone told me twist my arm when I was in the park, oh I turned around. It was my friend Jeanette, and we were talking about going to a ride. I think it was... Uh, I think it was something like Winnie the Pooh, and she's like, twist my arm. So I turned around, and I'm like, okay, so I gave her an Indian burn. <laughs> what? Well, to be, that, to be fair, you... That was you, the most anticlimactic yeah. story ever. But to be fair, you oh, do no, kind of have to cause harm. She punched yeah. me in the gut, in the hub. <laughs> you do kind of have to cause people harm to go on Winnie the Pooh, though. I mean, <laughs> it's... No, it's Winnie the Pooh. It's not Peter Pan. Oh, boy, here we go again. I think it might have actually been Peter Pan, but it was. Uh, I didn't really want to get you started, so that's why I said Winnie the Pooh. And seriously, Enjoy waiting seven hours. Winnie the for Pooh is seconds. great, Tim. Winnie the Pooh is a good ride. I'll agree with that. You just can't go on it by yourself because then I you are that guy in the BuzzFeed article. You know what? I've learned how to deal with that too because I love Winnie the Pooh and I love Winnie the Pooh's acid trip. So. What I do is I take out my phone and I video it the entire time and I pretend like I'm vlogging. So I'll start from if I'm in like with a family and I'm like in the front and there's like people behind me, I'll start the video and I'll just take a video of the entire ride and then I'll finish it off and uh, basically uh, pretend. Okay, thanks for everybody for watching. I'll uh, I'll be back to uh, vlog more later on today and then you go now it's time to pay just, the price and they I think you're the tim and i delete the uh, i delete the video afterwards <laughs> that's how i deal with all fantasy land rides oh, mostly boy. mostly in disneyland though too because it's it's that i will say that you do bring up a very good point i can go on rides anywhere and not feel uh not feel uh awkward but in Fantasyland, especially if there's a line, it can get a little awkward. So I've also, one time, I wanted to, uh, I was wanted to go on uh, Snow White Scary Adventure because it was like one of the first times I rode it. Uh, it. I was in Disneyland, so I rode the uh, Disney World version, and I wanted to see what the difference was with the Disneyland one, and I kind of really felt out of place and everything. So I pretended I was on my phone talking to my brother about his about his daughter and i was basically saying all right well i'm about to ride it now so i'll i'll let you know how scary it is for her and everything and uh so i'm like yeah i'm getting on now and then afterwards i got on the phone again i'm like okay she'll there's a couple things but she should be all right so bring her on over and everything dave meanwhile there was nobody on the other line creating man you know what? I just felt like people were judging me around. This was bef- this was before I actually realized that I don't give to you know what's about any anybody what the, and what they think about me. At that point, it was my young in my Disney career, and I just uh, I felt self conscious. So that's how I dealt with it. You know, whatever makes you sleep. No, I I, I get it. I mean, go ahead, bud. No, I'm saying whatever makes you sleep at night. It's and I mean I and I've gotten that. I mean the one. The, the issue, uh, and actually we can address it now, is the, wow, so you're a grown adult male and you're going to Disney alone. Yeah, you know what, and you're telling me this after you just booked your fourth trip to Vegas. I, we, we just have different right. playgrounds here. I mean, you know, you, you, go, you go where spoiled brats yep. spend daddy's money. And I'm going, you know, I'm going where, you know, spoiled brats also spend Tim, daddy's uh, money. Uh, that, that kind of worked in both. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it it really does. I mean, we're we're just we're just going to different destinations. 
Uh, I just, uh, you know, as far as I'm concerned, mine's less expensive. Right, yeah, because you're not gambling. I get the same thing, and I basically, at this point, I just laugh it off and be like, yeah, well, you know what, You you wish you could be me. And you're just jealous. But I also one time had this uh, woman down the block from me. And this woman is uh, definitely two cents short. And she hits me with one day. She's like, you're going to Disney again? You got to be careful. There's alligators over there. And I'm Why like, does she sound like Estelle Costanza? <laughs> because don't forget, I live in Astoria, Queens. So it is Estelle Costanza. (laughs) Yes. Estelle Costanza's house is eight blocks away from me. (laughs) Yeah, I remember you saying that. That's crazy. Exactly. So (laughs) this is just how it is. This is is, is how it is over here. So I told this woman, I'm like, oh, she's like, they can... The alligators come and eat people. I'm like, oh no, they stop. They stop that. I'm like, uh, that's an upcharge. They've 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 retrofitted all the gators now to uh, to prevent uh, them attacking oh, anybody. Man. This is more of a far fetched story than your I'm vlogging story. <laughs> I basically told her that they retrofitted uh, the alligators. Oh, yeah, <laughs> anytime there's an alligator that comes by in Disney World again. There's these motors. They put them. They put them on the belly side of the alligators. And now, when they get a little bit too close to the uh, edge, especially if you're in a boat or something, it plays the uh, TikTok croc theme from uh, yeah. well. t- from from <laughs> Peter Pan. So well. if you're in the water and all of a sudden you hear, so today's episode is brought to you by Joffrey's Irish Coffee. But the thing was, this woman is looking at me. The gators have actually all evolved. I mean, they're they're all wearing sunglasses and wearing polos with little douchebags on them. <laughs> the woman is looking at me like, yeah? And I'm like, yeah. And she's just eating it up. I'm like, you know, those theme park people are always thinking now. It's, you know, we're living in an age of innovation. How did we get to Frank and Estelle Costanza's house? <laughs> I, I really this thought that you go. It was the you're going to Disney again. Okay. What? <laughs> oh boy. This right. this is more of a a garbage truck on fire than normally. All right. So then let's get this back on the road. Uh, fast passes. It's nowhere in the world is Kyle. <laughs> I can tell you that. Okay, gentlemen. Fast passes. How do you handle them? With my magic band. Next question. Yes, I. I appreciate that, Chuck. But how, how how do you plan them during the day? Do you plan them for right in the beginning so that you can have that extra rolling fast pass, or do you basically hit a whole bunch of other attractions and then make your fast passes for the e-tickets for later on during the day so you have a chance to get them? Oh, here's the. Well, how do you on during a solo trip? How would you approach making fast pass plus reservations beforehand, uh, Chuck? You can because you are a wise guy. We're gonna we're gonna rely on your wisdom, and you're yeah, gonna go first. Guy. <laughs> so it it depends on the park, and it depends on the fast pass. If I am planning on hitting up a headliner attraction that does not have a single rider wait or single rider line, I'm gonna use those fast passes later in the day, so I can actually then rope drop a park and try to do all those headliners at once. Because the crowds are obviously going to be less when you're one by yourself and two earlier in the morning. 
Um, would you try to ride an e-ticket more than once? Yes. Yes, okay, you so can. And yes, you will. Okay. So, it was the day that I left last time. I think I rode Big Thunder Mountain, I don't know, five or six times consecutively. Um, it kind of just so happened that the crowds were low because of the hurricane. And the ride was down. And Splash Mountain was under refurbishment. So when it came back up, no one knew it was there. And everyone was already on other sides of the park because there's nothing else in um, Frontierland. So I just rode that five or six or seven times consecutively. Um, for that day, I did have a Fast Pass booked for it. Um, I actually didn't end up using it because, like I said, the ride was down. So I finagled the system a little bit and just rode that one standby multiple times and then use the rolling fast pass that they gave you for the ride being down for Space Mountain. And I made that work in my benefit. Okay. Good job. Thank you. Jeff, what about you? So you know Welcome. you know what? If I'm going solo, here's an interesting thing. I wouldn't even plan it because uh, so many times in the last year or so, uh, you can grab single fast passes pretty easily uh, as the day rolls by. Uh, as the system gets caught up and people cancel or miss their, their dates or times, uh, fast passes show up all day long, and it's just a, it's really a function of gaming the system. Uh, I kind of, my, yeah. my daughter's living there right now in Orlando, and I'm kind of pushing this upon her. And, and I know we, we all know a bunch of locals that live there, and they, they do this on a day, anytime they go in the parks, they don't really plan their fast passes out ahead of time, so. Uh, it's it's pretty it's pretty easy to do. You just keep trying and be uh, uh, stick to it, and within about ten or fifteen minutes, you'll definitely grab even the, the headliner attractions. Um, but I don't know if this is a good opportunity to bring up single rider as well. But um, the single rider is great in a lot of the rides. Uh, in fact, even as families, we actually started doing single rider lines exclusively um, to get repeat rides in or whatever. But in some cases, single rider lines are going to burn you, and grabbing these fast passes might be the a qu quicker ticket. Yeah, I agree. Especially when it comes to test track, that single rider yeah. line is not the most. Uh, it's not the most uh, time friendly sometimes. Right. Yeah, I would say advantageous. Also, that's a good word for it. Um, single rider and rock and roller coaster is good because you get odd number of families there's two in a car but test track is it doesn't really work as well as it should in theory just based on the fact that you need six so if it's a family of four and a couple hey there's a car and they also still take you through the uh it's an abbreviated version of creating your own car and everything but yeah honestly, that holding room yeah and you know what if you've done it once creating your car there are times where it's like, all right, I just want to skip this. I don't need to create my own car. I just want to ride the attraction. That's all. I don't care who comes in first at this point. I just want to enjoy the ride for the ride. And Dave, if this is if this is one you do single rider, I might advise you to, to put your hands on the dashboard if you're sitting next to a little kid. Yes, exactly. Totally. Your your video, your vlogging technique might work on this one. <laughs> yes. After that recent news. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but wasn't that wasn't that supposed to, wasn't that said to be a cast member or something that? No, 
It wasn't. Okay. No. That was a that was a Brazilian tourist, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Interesting. Well, you know what? Unfortunately, in this world, where there's a bunch of crazies in this world, and um, honestly, that guy should be t- taken backstage and beaten with a sack of doorknobs. Here's the sack. You supply your own door. It is Disney after uh, all. After all, so. Um, I I'll have to go in popular opinion here. I I never ride test track. Can you fit unless, in it? Unless my wife wants to ride it. Okay. Yes, wow, I can. I had to ask. Jesus. God. Dude, I, I had to ask. It's just it's it was on everybody's mind. So you know. No, I actually didn't think that at all. So Tim, when well, you go on your rampage, yeah, Dave first. Well, well, here's the yeah. thing. When people when people say all the time that they have a hard time understanding Stephen, I come out and I say it straight on the show. So, you know, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna give uh, Stephen crap, I mean, might as well give everybody at this point. So, you know, it's fair is fair. <laughs> yes, I actually fit in standard size <laughs> sedans. You ass. Uh, <laughs> It's not even a standard size sedan. There's extra seats. <laughs> well, it's standard size to me. What do you have? A bench seat in the front? <laughs> no, I do not. <laughs> Thank God you fit in the standard size, though. <laughs> well, listen. Okay, all I know is I fit. Hey, I fit in my Hyundai Santa Fe. I'm good with that. That would have been a care. lot funnier if you said and Toyota yes. Prius. Is there something oh, strange about the way I drive my automobile? Sorry. <laughs> I drive a Dodge Stratus. <laughs> yeah, that's another show. Okay. Back to Tim. But no, it's but it's, you know, it, it's number 1. Yeah, I I honestly do avoid it because that when they do sit three across, I always get the look because I get the look of ugh, Thanks, there's no room. Hey, it's not my fault, okay? My family actually is well, on my shoulders. Hang on. I'm sorry. Same same topic there, Tim. I'm going to take us off test track for a moment and go to Pandora Navi River Journey. Have you done that yet? Oh, my gosh. Oh, they no, squeeze not, four so full-sized be... humans, oh. regardless of how full-sized you are, into the um, one row. The answer the is last four. last time I got out of there, I was speaking soprano for a while. Yeah. Well, I that's and that's one of the big reasons I do not like uh, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Uh, they are prejudiced against people who train legs. Yeah, or see, anyone over be, five. I six. would be. I would want to be in the car with you on that because I would think it would rock really back and forth in that way. Well, I mean, yeah, with with you, little feller, on the other side, <laughs> absolutely. Are you kidding? <laughs> we're gonna. We're gonna spin. I mean, yeah, that thing's that thing's going three sixty. I mean, yeah, we're that would be fun. I mean, I'll, I'll fully admit that's it's gonna make the wild mouse look like a standstill. But I mean, <laughs> I get excited anytime I have to be uh, placed next to somebody of a, a larger size on that ride because it's always one of the most bu- bumpy and swingy rides that uh, you can have in that way. So it's one of those things. I'm like, yes, this is gonna be awesome. So, I mean, we can go back to Test Track, Tim, but Navi River Journey, regardless of how full-size you are, there are four adults going into one row, whether you like it or not. 
Oh, okay, so I'll be prepared to have three people hate me. <laughs> I can It'd think of eight that already do. Well. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's kidding. We love you. Go go ahead. I, 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 I bathe in the hatred. <laughs> Keep it coming. I love you, Tim. I love it. <laughs> but no, it's uh, as far as the fast passes on. I mean, I'm I'm on board with uh, what you said, which is grab them early so you can get that rolling fast pass. You know, grab schedule as much as you can, yeah. as quick as you can, and then I mean, then you can just keep hitting ride after ride after ride, and and again, I'm not trying to sound like an ass with anyone else I've ever gone to, uh, you know, gone to the parks with, but you're not, you're, you're not hampered by anyone else. You, you can move on your own. I mean, you know, at your own pace, it's, uh, it exactly. You can, you know, it, you can go ahead and well, bowl through a bunch of, you know, <laughs> tour groups and get them out of the way. And, you know, you don't, you don't have to be the polite husband of, okay, okay, here, I'll move this way, I'll move that way. No, you can just go ahead and be the callous <laughs> moron and just march through everyone. Hey, you know what, I, you, if you, by day two, you get hit by enough strollers, you get hit by enough people who are watching, who aren't watching on your phone, at that point, it's a, you know what, this is my directional path, you step into it, this, this is your fault. I wholeheartedly agree. <laughs> No, it's I, I I give people plenty of leeway, but then you know what? My my good nature only lasts so long. <laughs> then it turns into hey, this is my this don't, is my don't dojo. Step in front. <laughs> <laughs> nah, not really a dojo, but uh, it's just again, it's <laughs> uh, you know, it's the poor planning on your part does not constitute an yes, emergency on mine. So. <laughs> you know. <laughs> And going to me as far as the fast passes, Tim, I totally see your point, and I love the idea of the rolling fast pass. My only thing with the rolling fast pass is it's not a short thing. Yeah, you're going to have stuff open, but there's no guarantee that it's going to be an e-ticket that is open. Yeah, but who cares? You know what? I I get that, but that's also because we ha- we're annual pass holders too. For a person who might not be there all the time and might just have a few hours and just trying to make the most of it honestly i would say if i was to to tour like that i would actually make uh my three fast passes for e-tickets if uh if i'm in the magic kingdom or if i'm at the studios and uh do the i would just play the tier system but honestly i would do them later on so that i can rope drop and pretty much just re-ride them a couple times in the morning and then I have the options later, options later on during the day if I want to ride it later on in the day. I do like the idea of the rolling fast pass, but if you get one later on and you can get a decent uh, attraction, you know what? Good for you. If not, at that point, you've hit them all in the morning. You've got a later ride at another time during the day. At that point, it's all gravy. But that's just me. Now for eating. Quick service or table service? Tim, would you start us off? Honestly, uh, I, again, it's it's going to go by my, my mood. If I feel like stopping and uh, stopping and having a drink, walk into a lounge. You know, most most places, if you walk into a table service place, you go to their lounge. You can usually get full their menu, yeah. table service <laughs> menu there. Yeah, the full menu. So, I mean, that's that's a that's one where you can really take advantage of that. 
Uh, maybe some places where you might be able to not get into, you can do that. Uh, it just, it kind of depends. I mean, if it's one of, if it's a day where it's, man, I really want to get off my feet, have a drink, you know, have a, have a bite, I'll do that. You know, just recharge, or if it's, uh, you know, you're feeling good, you want to keep going, you know, you just hit one of the quick service windows and, uh, you know, just eat on the go. It, uh, just, it, it all depends on my mood. It's, uh, I, I know that kind of sounds weird, but it's a, you know, it's how I'm feeling okay. at that point. Chuck? I am team uh, quick service with this one. I, if I'm touring by myself, while time is on my side, I can do a lot with that time. Stopping and eating puts a, the kibosh on that. So now, admittedly, when I did this by myself, I went during food and wine. And I spent way too much money on Food and Wine Festival first day. Um, so that's just a kind of a little caveat with that is make sure that you're aware of what you're spending. But I don't want to sit down and have a meal at a bar. Even though if I'm in Disney World, I, I know you called it a lounge, Tim, and that's the fancy word for sitting at the bar. Um, it's not... It's not worth it to sit down for a solo meal in Disney World. I would absolutely say do the quick service and continue on with your touring. Now, if you're going just for a specific restaurant or something like that and you you don't really want to hit up the parks, then obviously the answer changes. But I would say if your main focus is touring, then you do quick service and you, you keep moving while you're eating. Jeff, what about you? Oh, definitely quick service. Um, I, I go around telling newbies heading to Disney World, um, get ready for. There is some amazing offerings with quick service that that you really don't expect. Um, going solo enables me to kind of sample a bunch of these offerings instead of sitting down and trying to clobber together a full uh, meal. Um, one of the ones that stick out in my head is um, in Animal Kingdom. Uh, they have a lot of little uh, quick service uh, carts. Uh, Mr. Kamal's is one of my favorite, and it serves something called Mr. Kamal's Seasoned Fries. And it's such a weird location that it's it's generally not something you're thinking of for a meal or as, as you're uh, in between meals or whatever, or you're heading to an attraction. Um, but this would be something that I could definitely uh, make a commitment to and just grab the, some of these fries. It has tzatziki uh, sauce on it and sriracha ketchup. Um, I've had it a couple times. It's just really great, but it's just really hard to time something like that. So, yeah, I'd have a blast. Where is this? Uh, it's right as you leave. It's between uh, Asia and Africa um, on that, that path. Um, and uh, pretty much catty corner away from um, uh, the the birds... The bird show, the bird show, flights of wonder, whatever it's called now. Well, it's going to be something it's new. Now, now nothing. Yeah, yeah. it's now it under construction. Same, is it on the same side as the bird show, or is it across the path? Across the, the path. The walking path. Yeah, across the walking okay. path. Yeah, it's got hummus okay. and and falafel there uh, as well in that little cart. So, it's just one of those things. Um, it, that's the perfect example. And and that being said, you know, the last two uh, festivals I've gone into Epcot, we've split up, and I've kind of gone the festival my on my own and, and kind of sample a little bit here and there and i had a blast doing that solo uh, so it's just kind of one of those things people have general their unique tastes i, I have i like spicy and more 
uh, rich foods in my, my family, so it kind of gives me a chance to uh, sample those. Yeah, okay. I, I actually think that's a really good call-out, Jeff, um, on Animal Kingdom specifically, is there are so many unique carts, if that's what you want to call it, at Animal Kingdom. Yeah. Um, you can try all sorts of different food. They have, well, like Jeff said, the loaded fries. Um, when I was there, they had the um, pog juice, the passion fruit, orange, and guava in a slushy, um, which wasn't there the last time I was there. But... That's not the point. I'm upset about that, Disney. <laughs> Fix it. Um, but the, you can you can really broaden your horizons, whether or not you're in a festival, by going to Animal Kingdom and sampling off of the quick service menus. Oh, and now that you can do uh, mobile ordering in Harambe, it's a pretty sweet deal, too. Yeah, yeah. And that's actually the first experience that I had with mobile ordering was, was not in Harambe Market. It was uh, in Pandora. And that was a, a very smart move, even though after I got in there, I saw there wasn't a line. <laughs> Dave, what about you? Now, for me, I'm actually going to uh, cheat here, because it is the Mickey dude, so we uh, have to cheat at least once I show. I don't mean to interrupt. Yes, I do mean to interrupt, but I'm proud. Okay, I appreciate that. I'll take that for what it's worth. <laughs> That and the Metro card will get me on the subway, but that's another story for another time. I also had to say that at least once on the show. So, with all that said, uh, I'm going to say for, yes, for Food and Wine Festival, for Flower and Garden, when it comes to Epcot and everything, I'm going to tell you straight out, quick service all the way, enjoy the festival. But any other time, honestly, in any other park, I'm actually going to advocate for table service here because, believe it or not, when I'm with other people... I really don't advocate table service because my thing is, okay, well, if I'm with other people, I can go to a restaurant at any time. I rather enjoy the attractions and enjoy the park with friends actually doing park stuff that I can only do in a Disney park when I'm with other people. So if I'm actually going to kind of use my solo day as a day to recharge and just kind of relax, believe it or not, I'm actually going to embrace the whole table service thing. And... Yes, I'm going to try to go to places that have a bar and sit at the bar, but most of them are going to be in your hotel uh, hotel uh, that's restaurants. That's not true. That's, that's not true. Uh, well, let's see. In, in at Magic Kingdom, I can't really think of one that has like bar seating in Magic Kingdom. Well, th- okay, that is a, a poor example because there's no real alcohol in Magic Kingdom. Okay. In Epcot, what I'm going to probably do is I'm going to go to Beer Garden because they seat you with other people anyway, so I'm going to go there and be social um in at uh hollywood studios hollywood studios i'm actually gonna try at that point i think i actually want a little bit of solitude and i'm gonna enjoy my solitude by going to sci-fi see that's where i think you're wrong just kind of enjoy the movies no that that one you're wrong on i would go to 50s prime time because one it is a bar so that was kind of the requirement for what you set off on here well, yes, I, I have gone to TuneIn Lounge and I have ordered the Blue Plate Special. And yes, you can do that in there. You can just talk to the people around you. And yes, that's actually a very social uh, solo experience. Yeah. Where also, if you don't want to actually play the whole 50s primetime cafe game and be sitting there alone at that point, you can just go over to TuneIn Lounge and sit there and do that. I did forget about that. 
But I like the idea of just going the sci-fi because I can sit there, I can watch all the campy uh, movie uh, things that go on. It just, it just sounds, it's just, it's just a fun experience. I like to take people with, with me when I go there if I have a chance to go to sci-fi. But sometimes it's kind of just sitting there on your own and just kind of just slowly eating your meal and just watching, watching those uh, clips and everything can be just as enjoyable. So I kind of find that as a very good recharge. Uh, in the Animal Kingdom, I actually like to um, hit up Tiffin's. Smart man. And when I'm alone in Tiffin's, I, I have to say that I have been uh, treated like a king. They have, like, when they walk in, they they have a nice little conversation with you, where you're from, and everything. And I tell, and I'll tell them, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm here, kind of just today is my kind of just relaxing day, kind of my own, for me, kind of recharge and everything. So I figure. This is my favorite restaurant, so I might as well relax. At that point, and I love the artwork in here. Every time I've done that, I've always had the server come over to me, and they know that I'm interested in the artwork, so they'll, they'll between running to tables and everything, they'll come over to me when they're asking me about how the uh, food is. I've always had them saying, you know, are you enjoying the art? And every time I've done that, they've started, and they picked a piece in the room and started telling me the story behind it. So it was, it turned into a really great social interaction with really good food and in a very serene place. So honestly, if all else fails with that too, I try to turn my phone off and enjoy the time for me while I'm in the parks. When I'm actually in the restaurant and kind of waiting for my food after I ordered, that's when I turn my phone back on. If I have pictures I want to post on social media or I want to check my accounts. I use that time. I use that time there, and I kind of just basically keep myself occupied. Okay. A uh, mm-hmm. quick question, okay. Dave. Can you can you fit in the cars <laughs> sci-fi? Yes, yes, I can. <laughs> nice. Oh, uh, what what about too. Nomad, Dave, for uh, a nice meal? Yes, Nomad would work. Nomad would work too because they'll, they'll basically. If you ask to order off the Tiffin's menu, I'm sure they will. It's one kitchen. There's no way they're going to say no. Of course. Um, I've actually never gone into Nomad Solo, actually. I've never even thought about it. The one that I really like to go, if we're talking, uh, if we're talking just uh, hotel, hotel restaurants, the ones I like to really go in solo to are Flying Fish and ask to sit at the side of the counter over there. You always end up uh, talking to the talking to the chefs. Uh, I love Beaches and Cream for that. That's actually where I met uh, Mark Lorenzo from the Disney Moms panel. Uh, he was sitting next. He was sitting next to me, and I recognized him. And I started up a conversation with him. Became friends with him over there. And then uh, the other one I really um, enjoy is um, Cruise Cup Lounge. Because you can order off the Yachtsman steak, Steakhouse menu. You know, Nomad's a great idea. I, you know, if I had to picture one place I'd want to hang out with solo over any place at Disney World, it'd probably be that back porch at night on a nice evening. Yep. In, in, yep. Uh, Nomad. It's, Absolutely. Be, yeah. and, and Nomad really dies out later in the evening, and I say later in the evening is kind of a relative term. Um. After well, anytime after related. dinner. Yeah. Excellent. And 
we seem to be running uh, our course with this, so does anybody have anything else to add about uh, solo travel? Nine. Just, you know, just take it as, uh, take it as you want, you know, enjoy it. It's, uh, it's very rare you, you know, be able to find yourself a little bit of quiet time in Disney. Just enjoy exactly. it. Don't see it as a, don't see it as a, as a negative. See it as a positive. You know what? It's a good experience. Good experiences need to be embraced. So if you do have that luxury of any time, either taking a solo trip or even just getting maybe one or two hours to yourself in the parks, really embrace it and just enjoy it. You know, life is too short. You're in a place that you love. Go out and explore it. And with that, gentlemen, let's go around and let everybody know where they can find us on social media. Tim, where are you? I am on the Twitter machine at plain underscore Tim. You can also find me on Facebook at Tim Schweska. Chuck. I am on the Twitter machine at Chuck in the chat, and you could also find Tim in most moderate-sized sedans. <laughs> Jeff, where are you? I'm at Braindud92 on Twitter, and um, since the website creations are getting kind of expensive, I've ventured out, uh, expanding my horizons. I'm currently creating a, a YouTube channel called uh, Dave Vlogs with Children. Just remember the width, because if you don't, that's a separate issue. It might get rejected, but yeah. I'm going to give it a shot. Oh, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> And with that, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Figments Reality and Dave Koch on Facebook. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we hope you enjoyed today's show. We apologize for it. Have a nice day. I I don't apologize for it. I mean, I'm, I'm sticking to my guns on this one. Just listen to another exciting episode at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you again real soon. Hey there, children. Want to come down my mouse hole? Mm.